We have TP as well, where I'm from. Yeah, we do that it's too. It's a thing, right? It's a stupid thing. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I, I was you, like, nobody's heard of that? No, no, no. no, no. I we, you like, she's the, wait, wait, she's the Maybe only one never heard of it. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I never did either. Oh. I thought you balled it up and wet it and it's then It's so mild it. compared to what they used to do to me. No, I literally, we did it. It, it sounds silly, but our church used to, what? Yeah, I was telling them in the break. On Halloween, in my neighborhood, they would put chalk in a sock and then hit you with it. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> I'm Joe Rogan. And we are joined today with our dear friend, Oriana Schwartzentruber. Hi. And someone else is here today. Oriana brought a friend with her. You want to introduce your friend? Dreams come true. With Rosie. What a cutie patootie. Come on, give me a kiss. Rock on, little ones. What's crazy is that laugh <laughs> just sounds like my laugh. <laughs> so don't get confused, listeners at home. I'm also here. We have an authentic Tickle Me Rosie doll in the studio mm -hmm. with us today. In her royal blue pantsuit. <laughs> you may remember um, a while back, Oriana's girlfriend Morgan was on the podcast. Beyonce. and <laughs> Fiance. Fiance. <laughs> right. No, At mean, the time, girlfriend, now fiance. Still girlfriend. I don't, I don't use the word. I mean, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it you here. The wedding is to off. The, <laughs> to no, the heteronormative. I just can't bring myself <laughs> to introduce her as my fiance. <laughs> well, anyways, Morgan said that she had a had a tickle me rosy doll, mm -hmm. and she has two. two <laughs> for the record, <laughs> she makes that point every time I mention it. And Oriana brought her with us today, so mm -hmm. we're very lucky to have her in a present. Dreams come true with Rosie. They sure do. <laughs> <laughs> also, for listeners at home, the sound that you're hearing comes out of the Rosie doll's butt. Butthole. So every time that she was talking into the mic, it was coming out of her butt. I think what I... Which is also how I stand every time I talk into the mic. Um, so we're recording this podcast on Thanksgiving weekend. Mm -hmm. We're in, oh yeah, we're in my apartment. And for all of the faithful listeners <laughs> who might remember the episode that we did um, when the fighter jets were flying over us and my ceiling was leaking, mm. I just would like everyone to know that my ceiling still has not been fixed. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are again. It's. I think it's great. I didn't notice any ceiling issues. You haven't used the washroom That's, yet. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, since it's Thanksgiving, is there anything that we should be thankful for? <laughs> I'm thankful for A Star is Born 
and Alyssa Edwards' Netflix series, Dancing Queens. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. I cried so hard at A Star is Born. I tweeted about this, but it, I just want everyone to know that I wasn't being funny. I cried so hard that I started drooling <laughs> because I had lost control of the lower half of my face. Is it actually good? <laughs> I have not gone, but I was thinking of going this weekend to see it. It's good, but... And I knew... I had heard from so many people that they had cried, mm-hmm. and I was like open to that i had opened it in my like my heart up to the possibility of like crying and being emotional but i didn't think that i would be like violently weeping and (laughs) drooling at the yorkdale cineplex at at midnight on a thursday Um, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've been listening to Hair, Body, Face, and I Mm. intend to see it soon. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we'll see it. I didn't want to, but I guess I I feel like I have to, to understand anything that's happening on the internet. You're just, yeah, you, if you're gay, you don't have a choice. (laughs) I know. That's how I feel, though. It's like not really my... You may not have wanted to see it, but you have to see it. Yeah, that is exactly how I feel. That sums it up. Um... Personally, I'm thankful that I survived taking an edible last weekend. Oh my god! <laughs> we were just talking about edibles for some reason, uh-huh. and um, I recently, never in my life has anyone ever asked me to go to a strip club with them. And then in the last two weeks, I was asked to go twice. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, once for a birthday party, and it was to uh, a place called Remingtons in Toronto that is closing that's a male and strip Shangela club right? yes. had been there for her a star is born party like mm-hmm. three Just days before you were supposed bring to bring everything back to a star yeah. is born this <laughs> so i've lived here for like years and i've never no one's ever asked me to go to remington's and then it was a friend's birthday and he was having it at remington's i ended up not going mm-hmm. um because i didn't i would have had to go alone mm-hmm. and like arrive alone and mm-hmm. i didn't want to arrive to like first encounter at a strip club by myself That's fair. that is fair um and sober so yeah, yeah. I, I decided not to go sorry and then the very next weekend was remington's closing party and <laughs> for some reason a bunch of my friends were going uh-huh um and you thought better late than never yeah (laughs) and so at the same time my mom was is like moved in with me for a while and like i'll have the remington's closing party and this coinciding my (laughs) mom had asked me if i could get her weed because she takes weed Uh um that day that i was going to remington's and I was going with a friend and he asked me if I wanted an edible gummy bear. And in my head, like normally I would be like, no, I don't want that. Yeah. Cause I don't you're, do weed. Cause you're that video of Cardi B when she's like, <laughs> yeah, I've never taken weed. I'm never going to take <laughs> weed. If you think I'm a weed smoker, you're dead wrong. <laughs> yeah. Cause I've had my heyday with weed. I did it heavily. <laughs> At a certain time in my life, but not anymore. It's not good for me. I go crazy. I get super paranoid and self-conscious when I do it. So I know that that's something I can't do. Yet, (laughs) I was offered offered this edible gummy bear in the ride. But those are so different. Well, I I thought maybe. Uh So I'm in an Uber 
on my way to this strip club that I've never been to. I've never been to a strip yeah. club. Yeah. I don't know what the etiquette is a strip club. I don't know anything about them. I'm yeah. on my way there and I get offered this uh, gummy bear that I had already agreed. I already said that I wanted it over yeah. text earlier. Mm-hmm. And in the moment I realized like I can't take this gummy bear and give it to my mom like in the moment that doesn't make sense right to be like, you weren't like I yeah i'll take it, it and yeah. then just put it in my pocket yeah. like that's weird but yeah. i didn't realize that until the moment of right and i also didn't know i didn't want to be like oh i don't want this anymore <laughs> after i had said already that i wanted it so i took <laughs> i took the weed uh-huh. knowing did you that eat the whole gummy bear half Okay. Mm-hmm. I took it like okay. knowing that it wasn't gonna be go well for me, but yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, well, we're on our way there. Like, I probably have like at least an hour before anything happens. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> as soon as I <laughs> no. get there. No. 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 <laughs> as soon as I get there, I'm like, all of the feelings that I hate about being high uh-huh. like come over me. Great. I feel like my eyes are popping out of my head. I'm so dry. My yeah. mouth is so dry. I think that everyone's staring at me, but yeah. no one could care oh less. God, these are not the weed gummies. I. This is what happens half when half I do water. any kind of weed. Uh-huh. Yeah. And to top it all off, I'm in a strip club. <laughs> yeah. So all these thoughts are, I can't look anyone in the eye. I'm there in like a large group. Uh-huh. I like try to order a drink, but I don't, I can't like read, I can't figure out whether I'm like supposed to look at the bartender or look, mm-hmm. make eye contact oh with them. God. Or am I making too much eye contact with them? <laughs> they know I'm high now. Uh-huh. Like I had to like go up to people and say hello. And then they all, there's like also like strippers to yeah, top it all also- off. And I can't, I can't like (laughs) figure out whether I'm supposed to like stare at them or if I'm supposed to be like looking away. Politely not looking at them. Acting like it's not happening. Yeah. So there's like, they're like naked men, like with their dicks out. And I'm like trying to look at them a little bit, but then be like, oh, like I don't want to appear like I'm too interested in them because I'm high. But you're cool with it, but it's still... (laughs) Um, you're not creepy yeah and then i <laughs> also i just want to say there's no story with these male strippers they immediately come no, out and they're naked yeah, it's the and also yeah there's no strip the tea. amount well, of work the like yeah i will i will say between, this yeah, yeah okay. i'll say this i haven't been to remington's i've been to one in Montreal once Same. I went to I the went to one, that, one or a the one that it's a male one male. but it's for women so I okay. went to that mm-hmm. one it's a different storyline at that one because it's for women and it's like men are only allowed to come in if they're with a group of women so it's tailored to straight straight women and I just ended up there because I ended up with like a bachelorette party it was a long story but anyway I was there there they do a little bit of a of a of a YMCA type character right. yeah i kind of thought that might be what i was yeah. in for and, but and there are um penises everywhere up in people's faces yeah. but they do try to give a little bit of a backstory They're- um but i do know that there's also the male strip club in the gay village where there's no storyline that's remington's isn't it? in in montreal oh, as well oh. and that is a that's a whole different thing so i'm assuming that remington's is a little bit closer to that it was like not only did they they just walked out took their clothes off like as they're walking to the stage <laughs> and then when it's they either swing around the pole a bit or like uh-huh. hump something for like two minutes and then they put their clothes back on on the stage mm-hmm. and leave 
It's like almost a reverse striptease. The, the most exciting yeah. thing that happened was that one of the strippers pulled a girl on the stage and humped her and her dress came up and her ass was out. Oh my gosh. But then those are the videos. But like she loved it. Hub. Like for yeah. the record. It was like yeah. a good, it was like a happy she moment for her. to her yeah. Ardine dress riding up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thankful that I survived that. Yeah. Not only is it Thanksgiving today, but it's Amy Jo Johnson's birthday. Oh, no Amy Jo Johnson like fans the- here. <laughs> Sorry, who? Are you talking about the Power Ranger? Yes. Who is she? <laughs> what? <laughs> the Pink Power Kimberly, Ranger. The Pink Power Ranger's birthday. I didn't know that you were a fan of Amy Jo Johnson. <laughs> I mean, I just found out today that it was her birthday and that she was turning 48 and... Then I spiraled and oh watched a my God. I watched a Nikki Swift video about like whatever happened to Amy Jo Johnson, the Pink Ranger. Yeah. Well, what did she li- has she? I don't know if this is accurate, but I just need to throw this story in. There was like a period of time when she was living in Toronto, not that long ago. Yeah, and I went for a job interview, like maybe I want to say it was like four or five years ago in. The distillery district and at like a random cafe. Thought you were Amy Jo Johnson. No, but Amy Jo Johnson was there, sitting at the cafe, like working on her computer, while I had the interview. I bombed the interview because I was only focused on being like Amy Jo Johnson is right there, and then there was like a moment in my head where I was like, was it really her? Like that doesn't make sense. Why would she be here? And then there was like a video on YouTube two weeks later of her. In her pow- in the pink Power Rangers costume at Young and Dundas Square, it was like wow. a charity thing. So she, it was absolutely her. I didn't get the job. So well, who cares? This is just making me think of like all the times I've probably been in a cafe with, with Amy, Amy Jo Johnson <laughs> and had no idea because I am spending all I can picture is like her with the like helmet, the Power Rangers. <laughs> like, I don't know what the you face. You recognize her beyond the not, suit. I would yeah. not, yeah. I just like, I just really went out of control like learning about her today. Yeah. And apparently none of the original Power Rangers get residuals for, is that the right word? Yeah. Like when they, they don't get paid yeah. for like reruns. Cause well, also she's like the only one who hasn't had like something tragic happen to her, isn't she? Maybe. Like, the Yellow Ranger died in like 19... 19- 99 in a car accident the wasn't the is it the blue the red ranger or something tried to kill someone with a machete or was that a diff that might have been a different generation of power rangers but there was like one who like tried to kill his roommate with a machete oh unclear <laughs> i'm just distracted by the way you pronounce Mach- machete. Ma- i think it's pronounced machete <laughs> machete yes you um, fool. <laughs> I, I learned that apparently the conditions on Power Rangers were like really unsafe, according I to bl- Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah, and that's like why it. she walked away. She wow. because there was like a scene that they were filming where they were underwater and they weren't using waterproof lights. They were just using normal oh lights God. and they almost got electrocuted. That sounds like Humber. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> So basically, she walked away due to low pay, poor conditions, and stalkers. Ooh. Anyways, happy birthday. <laughs> I just wanted she, to shout she, her out. She specifically mentioned a stalker while she was trying to relax at a cafe. Yeah. <laughs> was, was being watched <laughs> by a strange woman from afar. 
uh, anything from you. Dreams come true. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so yeah, it's been three weeks of view since mm-hmm. we last recorded an app. Mm-hmm. Still no Megan. Still no Megan, but uh, Megan is set to return apparently mm-hmm. on on this Monday. This Monday, holiday Monday this for holiday us, Monday. not holiday Monday for. Th- the united states right yes but the the gag is joy is going away (laughs) on the day megan returns so there will never be a five person table this season (laughs) ever i'm putting money on it right how long is joy supposed to leave for i don't know like a prolonged thing or just a week i i I don't know she did she just said she was going on a trip okay um on trip like on on holiday Um, so as far as view updates, uh, <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell yeah. is rumored to be filling a spot <gasps> on the talk to replace Julie Chen. So Julie Chen, as everyone knows now, uh-huh. announced that she's leaving the talk as everyone suspected she would. Mm-hmm. And rumors started flying in that rosie o'donnell could replace her and this and we thought it was only people like speculating on twitter we thought it was all rumors and hearsay yeah and then rosie uh, herself out of nowhere responded to like two people randomly tweeting being like it'll never happen rosie would never move to la where they filmed the talk and then rosie herself responded to those tweets being like maybe i would what yeah <laughs> so, she responded saying dreams come true with rosie <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it here first <laughs> i never i i freaked out when this happened because all i could think of was, is like this would be an incredible move for the talk. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. Course. of course they're seeking her out. Yeah. And also it's on brand with the talk, like thro- paying the view dust. Yeah. Yeah. While copying them. And lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was freaking out and people were calming me down by being like, no, no, like Rosie's not, Rosie lives on yeah. the East coast. She's not going to move to LA. Um, then I like get a message in my Google alerts <laughs> that I have set up for Rosie O'Donnell. And it's a link to an article about how she's selling all of her East Coast homes. Mm-hmm. She has them all on the market. So she has an apartment um, in New York, but mm-hmm. she's selling all of her homes on the East Coast. Then she tweets at right. someone saying, perhaps I would. Yeah. Then the next thing I know, Rosie O'Donnell is guest hosting the talk. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to happen. That's like, I was thinking it was going to happen. And then I actually watched it and I watched Rosie on the show and the talk is notoriously bland. And even Rosie sitting there couldn't save it. It was still so boring Mm -hmm. because it was like a really important day. I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was like, another like big update with the whole Kavanaugh investigation or something like that. Something Mm -hmm. huge had happened that Mm -hmm. Rosie for sure would have lots to say about. And they opened the show with, I can't remember now, but they opened the show with something like, 
so you know justin timberlake like something so stupid yeah and it was like they didn't use rosie like i don't know the talk is just a bland show and i don't i hope that rosie also finds it boring and it's like maybe i'll play around with the idea of going but i actually won't Mm -hmm. wait so do you want her to do it or no i really do not want her to do it okay yeah got it problem is like i'm so devoted to rosie i would have to watch it and i don't want to watch it yeah Yeah. that makes sense and also like if how i feel about a star is born a little bit (laughs) (laughs) so devoted to my friends that i have to watch it (laughs) (laughs) it's it's very that and if the talk hired Rosie, the view is like they need Oprah. They're in danger, girl. Like, like what? Literally, there's no. Yeah. They can't. They need Oprah or bust. Like they need Kelly Ripa to quit live they with need Kelly. Sarah Haynes. They need <laughs> Tina Knowles. They like need, that would be yeah, Solange. That's what like, I'm hoping. There's there's so there's no one that could compete right. with rosie so i just hope it doesn't happen because i don't want to have to be talking the talk every day yeah um <laughs> yeah that's fair so um the view reacted to julie they didn't react to rosie on the talk but Obviously. they <laughs> they reacted to julie announcing that her, she was leaving that she was quitting yeah. um really short and sweet just being like uh, we wish her well. She, it was yeah. very diplomatic. They were like, it happened. It was like, we have to acknowledge this and we're not going to. We wish her well. Yeah, they like they could have just played <laughs> like the the clip of RuPaul singing, you wear it well, but you, we wish her well. And that's it. Like, that's all they said. They were just like, uh, we love you. So Justin Timberlake yeah. has a new <laughs> thing coming out. Yeah. I'm actually not surprised that The View did it the way they did because it would be so contentious. And then also, like, we don't know what their relationship... Like, it just would be a really dramatic thing to get into, I feel like. On this rosy <laughs> train, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, something really crazy happened. <laughs> um, my next View update is about us. Yeah. Which is that... <laughs> Recently, um, we were followed by Rosie O'Donnell on Twitter. (gasps) Oh, my God. And obviously, I was like, okay, I need to get in those DMs and, like, like the most of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are the chances that Rosie would respond or, like, be on the podcast? Like, you never know what could happen. Mm -hmm. Also, um, the day that Rosie followed us on Twitter, I was like, Marie, oh, my God. Rosie is following us. Can you believe it? Uh And Marie was like, oh, like she's followed me for years. (gasps) What? I like forgot. Like when he when Kevin sent me the notification, I was like, oh, my God. And I was so happy. And then I was like, wait, (laughs) she's been following me for like over a year. And I just never like I never put the two together. I never was like, oh, my God, like I should like dm her i was just like oh thank you rosie that's, that's what happens wild <laughs> that is yeah i was like in a different place i guess a year ago i was just like oh cool rosie follows me <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. here we are now this yeah. actually happened a couple months ago and i hadn't 
slid into her DMs because I was kind of too focused on sliding into Sarah Haynes's DMs. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I had to like work myself up to Rosie. And I finally did on Thursday. Yeah. I, I sent her a message. I'm going to read it. I didn't even know where to begin. I, I said, hi, Rosie. Thanks for the follow heart emoji. We have a podcast all about the view past and present. We're lifelong fans of yours. And we also love Smilf. I'm sure you have so much going on, but would you ever consider making a quick call into our show? Nothing too intense. Just would love to hear from you. XOXO, Kevin and Marie. I was trying to express like, we're not shady. We yeah. just love you. We're that's, fans, a, that's a good, like lighthearted. Yeah. If you have time. We'd love to talk. Did she respond to that, Kevin? Well, seven hours later. <laughs> oh, my God. I get a notification from Rosie O'Donnell mm-hmm. that says, your podcast is about the view. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled like you are like, like your, podcast your podcast is about the view is about the view question mark. And I, I was freaking out. I was driving when it happened. I almost crashed. And at first I was like, I was like, oh, she just like didn't read the message. Like she, yeah. she's like, is it about the view? Like just curious. So that's how I took it. No, and then I as soon as, as Marie <laughs> saw it, she like put me in my place and was like, no, she's like dragging you. Like your podcast is about the view. <laughs> like what's oh wrong with God. you? That's how I took it as being like, your podcast is about the view. <laughs> Did she unfollow you? Is she still She's following? She's still following. I responded, but it's also explaining yeah. and like just was like, yeah. So like, if you ever want to talk, but she yeah. didn't respond. But it's also funny yeah. for her to be like, your podcast is about the view when you're talking to an, a Twitter account that's name is Deja the View. <laughs> and when I opened with, we have a podcast yeah. about the view. <laughs> yeah. Just to even have her, like, I honestly, she doesn't have to talk about the view. I would be like, just just say, say, like, hi, like anything. I'm so desperate. But I I, just the fact that she replied that I want to get that tattooed on me. I want to make posters of that. Mm -hmm. I want I want to get a phone case that says that. Like, I want to sell merch. (laughs) Like, so thank you, Rosie. (laughs) Shout out to Rosie. <laughs> and thank you, Sarah Haynes, for letting us know that you haven't forgotten about us, but that you're true. Too busy because we're, we're still ready. We're still <laughs> ready and willing to talk to you at any time. <laughs> we still love you. Yeah. And we'll be here for you when you feel ready. <laughs> um so another thing another view update but just like a personal one uh-huh. is that i've discovered um something someone informed me about rosie o'donnell's website have you guys ever heard of ask row no i think so yeah so if it's what the same thing that i'm thinking about i think this is something that i knew about a long time ago but i just forgot but rosie o'donnell has a section on her website called ask row and you can just like write her a question and she responds to so many but she just gives like very brief responses much like your podcast is about the view it's very in that vein i feel like morgan has told me about this actually wait did you 
did you ask her about being on the podcast also on her website? I did. <laughs> no, Kevin. <laughs> I asked her. I said, would you ever consider doing a podcast? Also, would you go on Deja the Few? Oh, my God. Did you write it as if you were just like a f- like a fan? Yes. <laughs> oh I keep waiting for Marie to be like, oh, I totally forgot. Actually, I asked her like a year ago and she said, yes, we just haven't found a time yet yeah. where she could be on it. My bad. Like very bad. <laughs> um, so I wanted to read some of the best um, yes. questions and answers yes. i was thinking that um maybe oriana could be rosie, rosie yeah. and marie and i will take okay. turns I would asking love to you questions be rosie yeah. and not the people that write yes. in these answers dreams come true <laughs> with rosie <laughs> okay. okay um <clears throat> first question how have your farts smelled lately stop <laughs> any big manly dyke rips Gas happens. <laughs> what? Rosie, you are a sensual woman. Don't let people diminish your need for a sexual relationship. There is more to life than crafting. You are a sexual Irish goddess. <laughs> Why, thanks, Gert. I like crafting. Rosie, please be careful in considering any possible ventures with Donna Downey. She has a rather checkered past in the scrapbooking industry. She may have changed. I'm not sure. Just do a little homework first. Love ya. Don't know her. <laughs> hey, hun. Do you want to Skype with your tits out? No. <laughs> <clears throat> I pooped my pants on the subway this morning. Mortifying. Anything like this ever happened to you? Once in an elevator. <laughs> what? This is the Why? strangest what? thing on the internet. Is it true that you decide which cases get heard on Judge Judy? Stop. What criteria do you use to determine which cases she hears? And how can I get you to hear my case so we can get it on the show? Very important. And thank you. Um, no. But I really <laughs> wish the answer to that was yes. For the record. What? Where, like, what is this this weird part of, yeah, where is this information coming from to people on the internet that Rosie is, like, a lawyer, (laughs) first of all? If, the fact that, like, we didn't know about Ask Row, but all of these people did, makes me wonder, like, where are they coming from? Yeah. Um, one last one. (laughs) Is this true? Sherry Shepard just revealed in a people interview that you helped her get a bigger paycheck at the view because you told her what you were getting paid yes (laughs) it is true it is true yeah um when sherry got hired rosie contacted her and was like this is how much money i made this Uh is how much money everyone else is making you should ask for that same amount of money Mm -hmm. and apparently they had offered her way less and if rosie hadn't told her she wouldn't have gotten paid as much yeah yeah, so, okay. Wow, we've already been doing this for three hours. I can't believe how, like, some of the questions that got answered, like, yeah. the bar of what will get answered. Want to yeah. Skype with our tits out? I mean, I'm not going to not ask her that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
I want to move on to some other view updates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> something that I really loved seeing on out.com is that oh a headline that says Bobby Burke responds to controversy over Candace Cameron Bure selfie. Uh-huh. The star of <laughs> <laughs> this week at the Emmys, the Fab Five was snatching wigs left and right with their red carpet looks, but they also managed to take some time to fangirl and work on their selfie game with some other celebs. A selfie that Bobby Burke and Jonathan Van Ness took has received some backlash from fans. The photo in question features Andrea Barber and Candace Cameron Bure of Netflix Fuller House. So basically the Queer Eye guys mm-hmm. were at the Emmys and mm-hmm. they took a selfie with Candace Cameron Bure and the gays were not having it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they received backlash in the comments that said things such as so disappointing, homophobe, and one even calling her Republicant. <gasps> wow. That's over the line if I do so myself. <laughs> I have to say, if I saw Candace Cameron Bure, I of course would take a selfie, yeah, that's even though she said Especially it. Especially if she hurt. was with Kimmy, like if she was with the Gibbler, yeah. <laughs> and the opportunity came up to, for me to take a picture with them. Given that we like talk about them about her on the podcast so much, yes. I don't know. Maybe we're in a different position that if we took a picture, it wouldn't be as weird as just like random people, like a random person on a show taking mm-hmm. a picture with her but like i personally would take a picture with her because we talk like we are do a podcast yeah, about i'd be show. like yes deny me a wedding yeah. cake <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes. i'd be like yes tuna queen <laughs> yeah. yeah um and so bobby burke who i don't watch cry but i guess he's the interior design uh, yeah, yeah. The, he's one. the one that's like just working so hard yeah. in the background. Yes, while everyone, <laughs> while else, everyone is else is like making a Tinder cute. profile. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> he had to release a statement that says she's a human and as an artist, just as I am. And the whole wait, that doesn't make sense. She's a human and an artist, just as I am. Mm-hmm. And the whole basis of Queer Eye is to learn to be able to coexist and to learn from people who think differently from you. Mm-hmm. I do know her views. I am against her views. But as a person, I love her just as we should all love each other. Right. I mean, that's I'm, like as good as it gets in terms of like statements that you can release also. Yeah. yeah. I love Bobby and I love Jonathan. And I don't know. It's I'm fine with it. It's fine. Yeah. In other like, news, no hard feelings. We good. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I, I'm like. We mm. good. Like, yeah. Like I personally would be bad on that show because I have a hard time putting my like political views aside. So yeah, I can, and their like, whole I, show is that's, like, and that's helping. You be bad on queer Fuller eye. House. <laughs> queer eye. Or? Queer eye. Queer eye. Oh. I would be horrible on Fuller House, <laughs> but I would. I just mean like they're that is their. Yeah, the like whole show is, is like they so help it people makes who are response. A, a lot of the time are like bigoted and well, are, live in like Republican, Republican live <laughs> and like are like, quote unquote, conservatives. So like, yeah, he, like that. What he said is true. 
Yeah, well, I, mean, I mean, the photo is not like raising awareness like the show. Like he just wanted yeah, a photo yeah. with someone he knew yes. that was famous. Yeah, you know, like, like that's to, like that's yeah, what he I wanted. Was, like. Yeah, he wanted a picture with DJ and and exactly. Kimmy. Yeah, yeah, and like whatever. Like, yeah, great statement. That's yeah. not what was going through your head. Yeah. yeah. In other news, <laughs> um, <laughs> so Sister Act is getting a revival. We thought that it was gonna get a Sister Act three. Uh-huh. But that's not what we're getting. So Whoopi, I guess, was like really interested in doing Sister Act 3 uh-huh. um, starring her. <laughs> but what Disney has decided they want to do is do a Sister Act revival and just remake Sister Act uh-huh. with a younger oh, star. No. And is it at least Raven Simone? <laughs> at least like for I, Whoopi's benefit. I think Whoopi would actually be cool with that. That's what I mean. I think that Raven. she would like endorse that. No, so they're oh, not no. Whoopi Whoopi was even hoping to like maybe direct it. Oh, like, that makes she, sense. Involved. Yeah. she really wanted yeah. to be involved. But what's happening is actually they're just gonna redo Sister Act with a younger actor and give Whoopi a cameo. The reason why my brain went to Raven Simone is because she starred in it on Broadway. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And one of my, uh, like my, um, my, one of my old roommates went to see it and like got a today ticks or something and was like second row dead center right in front of Raven Simone and said that it was great. And Raven was amazing in it. So (laughs) probably like I would, so it makes total sense to me that she would be like in the revival i just think it's really shitty um sister act is not the reason sister act is good and is a success is because of whoopee yeah yeah Yeah. it's also just like i am trying to think of a a time where this formula has worked well can anyone think of one like where of you just you remo- remake, yeah. you remake the same story. They've done with so new, many now, I, I and think, none of them have been like. Yeah. No one's been like that was you, even better than yeah. the first for that yeah. reason, right? Like you lose the magic. Yeah, of, like the they happen to cast the best person for it, and they made it such a success, yeah. and then they remake it, and you're like. Dirty it's Dancing no, yeah. to just- Havana Nights was just not as good. I'll yeah. say it here <laughs> first. <laughs> so brave. <laughs> Thank you. You're braver than Thank the you. Marines for saying that. Um, yeah, it's just upsetting for for her. Like you're so. If you think that that movie, it's her that, movie. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. it's totally her franchise. I can't even think of who. Uh, literally other than raven who is like that like funny and and that like charismatic of a person yeah i won't be seeing it (laughs) (laughs) i won't be peer pressured into seeing it like i have some other current contemporary films sherry shepherd is up to over 200 days without sugar she posted a couple of days ago that she is 203 days, hashtag sugar free, hashtag joy, hashtag team healthy, hashtag keto. Is it keto? keto, keto? <laughs> hashtag kickboxing, hashtag Jesus, hashtag plaid, hashtag pants, and hashtag sweater. <laughs> hashtag pants. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not all paradise for her. Oh, no. As her sitcom trial and error has not been picked up for a oh, third no. season by NBC. 
Um, that's our sitcom that was starring John Lithgow in the first season. And then it, every season is supposed to be, it's a, it's about, it's like a mockumentary about a, a crime, a trial. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every season's a different crime. And this season is Kristen Chenoweth starring in it, which I thought was a great move. I haven't seen the show, but I, I thought it was like <laughs> headed in a good place. So basically the show might not be dead. They're trying to sell it to Amazon or Netflix and Sherry Shepard posted on Instagram uh, this campaign that is happening where they're trying to get fans to uh-huh. ship boxes of Twix bars to Netflix and Amazon uh, to encourage them to save the show. So, or to like pick up the show. because uh-huh. and, she, and where do the Twix bars come in? Well, <laughs> Twix bars are apparently like one of the characters in the show like did something with Twix bars. It's like an inside thing with the uh-huh. show. And so she, Sherry posted on Instagram today a video with the like the full address of the Amazon studios uh, and like some executives names and the, the addresses of where you can send Twix but bars. Did she make a video of herself in like a taxi holding the Twix bars being like... <laughs> <laughs> she hashtag crack hashtag cocaine I'm hashtag off pants. hashtag sugar well that's what i'm getting at <laughs> okay. because she posted this video of her with these bags and bags of twix bars uh-huh. but just two Nothing. days ago was like yeah. i'm 200 days yeah without, without sugar. sugar and when she had to hold one bag of hashtag peanut hashtag m&ms she was like losing her mind in the backseat of a cab yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little, I'm, I remain skeptical of yeah. her sugar free journey. Where is the truth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last view update is that remember Jeb- Jebediah Bila? <laughs> Does yeah, anyone remember her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it rings a bell. She has snapped. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I do know about yes. this. Yes. Yeah. I have seen this on Twitter. So Kevin and I have always been like pro Jed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've always been supporters of her. Even when she was no longer on The View, we have done our duty. I've been tirelessly been, yeah. promoting her yeah. book. Yes. Yeah. We've been promoting her um, her honeymoon in Italy. We've been promoting her, her book. Do- her d- adorable little dog. Her dog. Yeah. yeah, we've been behind her. But I don't know what is going on with her. When she was on The View, she seemed... Sometimes she would have views that like really annoyed me. But for the most part, she explained herself really well. She was like reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. She, she seemed like... you know a little eccentric but like she was smart you like that was one thing that i could say like for sure she was smart and like you could trust her like to to like deliver something thought out and reasonable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) then now she's like clawing her way back into fox and it's like she has like switched up how she feels about things just because she's gone back to a more conservative network. Yeah. She's now like, she's on the Greg Gutfield <laughs> show all the time. And she's like guest hosting Fox yeah. and friends. And now suddenly she's like super she's like taken it to a level that even regular people on Fox and like, and regular conservatives are 
not even taking it. She's like taking it beyond that mm-hmm. a step further, like yeah, making it her mission to say that like all accusations of sexual assault are false. Well, so the thing that set her off is the Kavanaugh investigation. So mm-hmm. she's been tweeting like on the hour, sometimes several times an hour all day long like something has really like changed with her yeah she's just non-stop tweeting her support of kavanaugh and not only support of kavanaugh but like belittling and diminishing any claims of sexual assault ever like she's almost taking it beyond kavanaugh being like we can't just let any any accusations fly yeah she's just be her it's very her strange. view is like it also, how would you like it if someone accused you of sexual assault yeah. you wouldn't like it yeah that's the take that she's like which is taking on i don't know it's just if this was a, a person that i didn't see on the view every day as being like able to see like both sides a little bit mm-hmm. and like being reasonable, like reasonable yeah. i'd be like oh like that's how some people feel i get it yeah, yeah. but this it's is so not strange. how it's i expected her it to also feel. goes against her whole concept of her book of ghosting her phone exactly <laughs> because she seemingly can't get off her phone <laughs> now and she's forced Please put the phone down she's forced both marie and i to tweet in earnest in earnest i never i almost never tweet yeah. in earnest i was actually kind of proud of both of you when i saw your responses to her I tweets almost never because i know in earnest. what she meant to you and i almost never i literally never respond to a celebrity the only time i've responded to a celebrity's tweet was like a year ago at rosie, rosie tweeted something and i tweeted back at her being like love you rosie sending love that's I mean, when she follow followed back other, that's so, when she yeah. followed oh, back oh I never tweet at celebrities or at like view co-hosts, but something came out of me and I was like, I can't let her do this anymore. And I had to earnestly tweet at her being like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But there's something about this Kavanaugh thing that is really like bringing out the trolls on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's something that jet and you experienced this too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Like you had a run in who I think deleted their comment or maybe deleted their. So what did you tweet? I tweeted and like, it's a joke, but it's actually not. But I tweeted, um, like I watched the Susan Collins. I think my tweet was me watching the Susan Collins speech. Hello therapist. Oh, right. One more appointment, please. (laughs) Yeah. And then someone tweeted back being like, more you're gonna need more than one and i was like i wholeheartedly agree sir thank that's you that's literally <laughs> what the tweet was yeah that was the joke that was the t- but <laughs> but uh yeah i think anyone it's like it's a deep-seated issue right and the thing that's hard to understand is that if you i think for people who um support the patriarchy and support um abusers in ways that are like more complicated like their family members or they like Like they have yeah like to me it's it felt like reading her tweets yeah it felt like she was preemptively defending someone yeah blind just like blindly throwing herself at it the yeah the thing is if you if like i think that the i think a lot of times those defenses come out of the fact that if you 
acknowledge any of the issues mm-hmm. with it it's like you it's like the whole thing crumbles right yeah so for people that are like staunchly supporting it it's typically because they know that obviously or maybe maybe they don't know they're wrong but <laughs> but they yeah. know that like a crack in it will just like the whole thing will shatter because this is one thing that she tweeted that like i just thought was a, a crazy thing to say and like so not necessary at all she said as a woman let me say this. I'm deeply offended by the idea of believing what I say immediately by virtue of my gender. How incredibly demeaning to me. Believe my facts, believe my evidence, believe my sworn testimony, but my gender shouldn't even be a part of your equation. It just seems like a really like narrow. And it seems like she is trying to appeal to people by saying that so that she can work at fox yeah yeah, yeah exactly. but also and like she's the like reason appe- that people she's using that to appeal to people but she by saying that she's inherently assuming that all sexual um like assault survivors or victims are women, women. yeah so yeah. really it's like counter it goes like and it also, goes against the point that she's like, trying to make and you think you're so edgy you. for being like I'm a woman who doesn't. Yeah, believe exactly. Women. Yeah, she's like, I'm not like most girls. Like we're we're beyond that, and mm-hmm. it's so strange because when she was on the View, much like Sunny, a lot of her time, like even when I wouldn't politically agree with her, when it came to stuff like sexual assault, which like isn't a political issue, she was like very like level headed and reasonable. So it's so weird now for her to be like so, like just like so. like blindly throwing herself at this issue being like no we can't believe all like we can't believe all accusations like why this one Mm -hmm. i don't know it's so weird well i think i mean i would argue it is a political issue but also especially in this situation it's so political that people are like they they're not able to distinguish but also it's like that tweet is so infuriating because what people are saying is that men are believed by virtue of their gender. So for you to say, I don't want to be believed because of my gender is just ironic because that is the issue, right? Like men are believed because they're men, they they hold the power. So, yeah. So I felt really annoying. Yeah. I felt crazy. So I just replied the ha 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 ha. (laughs) And someone replied to me and said, are, are y'all saying that what Jedediah are you are y'all saying that what Jedediah is wrong because it's not PC? Oh yeah, I saw that reply. <laughs> and I what? I really did not know what to say, so I just said you got me cuz like yeah. it's not like what do you mean PC? Yeah. Like I'm not yeah, I don't care. What like, I meant by like it's not a yeah. political issue. It's yes, like it's not course. a party. Yes. It shouldn't be a party issue. Like it yes. shouldn't be like Republicans think sexual assault is okay and yeah. and Democrats don't. That's what I mean. It's like it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. And I think weirdly a lot of people or a lot of republicans who think that they're like defending their opinions almost create that idea themselves so then it's so weird because it's it shouldn't be like pc it should just be like we all recognize this is wrong right like question mark (laughs) but anyway so that person was like are you saying it's wrong because it's not pc and i just said you got me and then they said I wasn't trying to be rude. I, <laughs> I truly meant it as an honest question. Wow. And I just said nothing because I was like, I, do, I like, can't help you. Look within yourself I don't know and what answer that. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not buying her book. I'm not no. talking about her book ever again on this podcast. I think she needs to take a big 
I think she needs well, like ghost that, her yeah, phone. Yes, I think if someone needs to buy her book, it's herself. And she needs to <laughs> reread what she wrote 12 months ago and be like, oh, true. I shouldn't be tweeting mm-hmm. constantly. Anyways, I want to move on uh, into a more hot topics space. <laughs> <laughs> but the biggest hot topic obviously was the Kavanaugh and an FBI investigation, yeah. all of this mess. They talked about um, Matt Damon the huh. SNLs, the SNL skit. They talked about Trump mocking Dr. Ford mm-hmm. um, and her testimony. And they criticized the investigation altogether and how short it was and how it wasn't a real investigation. And they didn't talk to uh, like the majority of people involved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't talk to like the main people involved or yeah. people who were like, I have something to say, like talk to me. They were like, huh? What? Yeah. Sorry, we ghosted our phones. But like the most interesting discussion that I thought they had about it was about how um, Don Jr. Uh-huh. Is, does he go by Don or do people just say God, that? I have no idea. I don't know. I think he goes by stupid ass face. Yeah. yeah. So Donald Trump's son gave That's an interview um, where he talked about who he felt would be most impacted by the Kavanaugh investigation and the Me Too era. Right? I got boys and I got girls. And when I see what's going on right now, it's scary for all things. I mean, I wouldn't want who are my... You, who are you scared most for, your sons yeah, or your daughters? I mean, right now, I'd say my son. The other problem is that for the people who are real victims of these things, when it is so obviously political in cases like this, it, it really diminishes the real claims. So he's saying that he's more concerned about his son's potentially sexually assaulting someone or getting accused of sexually assaulting someone than he is of his daughters Daughters who are like very likely to be sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. And so it's also like, it's just like a little rich to me for him to be like, it takes away from the real ones because like all of the ones that have come up against his dad and Republicans and multiple people in his Mm -hmm. like realm he has been like, no, they're not true. So, like, which ones does he think are true? Like, where are these ones that he thinks are true that have no relation to all of the, like, dozens of accusations that have come up in his circle that he is, like, so staunchly defending, being like, they're taking away from these ones? Then, like, what do you think is true? And, like, didn't you have an affair with Aubrey O'Day <laughs> like yes! oh my god is that is he the same that? one yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah. I've been watching so many clips of Aubrey O'Day and Polly DJ Polly D on a really? new reality show that's like the premise of the show sorry to go off topic a bit the premise of the show is like you've never worked as a relationship you've broken up you fight constantly for once and for all, you must decide if you'll work and marry each other by the end of this television it's show. It's like basically 90 like, Day Fiance. It's like my favorite. <laughs> anyway, but she, yeah. I Yeah, and like for the record, when Aubrey O'Day was on Celebrity Apprentice, uh, everyone was very, very sexist towards her because she uh-huh. was the smartest, best person. The best damn, smartest, <laughs> most bestest damn person there. She was working so hard and she was doing so well. Uh-huh. But they just kept being like, but Aubrey, you're such a sexy lady. You're fired. Yeah. Like, it just didn't. Anyways, None it was of- a mess. 
Go ahead. Like just his like nothing he said surprised me that he would say that. But it's like it's always going to be infuriating. But it's interesting because I was just in a class where I had to read this paper that was or this book that was about how historically people use the excuse of future children. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it's a common thing where people say like, you know, it's like the Simpsons, like, won't somebody think of the children, please. And it's really interesting. Cause it's like, they're not actually thinking of their children, but yeah. what they're saying is like, I am in power now and I want that power to sustain itself for generations. And I don't want there to be a change. Like yeah. he wants his sons to have the same power that he has. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so, transparent in that like because yeah well you know why but it's just infuriating to me yeah well on so on the view like discussing this um abby well i mean so uh, whoopi kind of started out by saying like if like why would you be so concerned about your sons in the me too era Uh unless you like felt like your sons had some sort of tendency towards assaulting people you only worry about this for your child if you think your child has these tendencies which was i have to admit was like not a very like well put statement she was like speaking in she was like clearly fired up about it Mm -hmm. and like it's not the way that it's not the way that i would have gotten with it yeah but she was like very clearly like worked up about it so that was the position that she took and then the other like notable thing is that like abby was like kind of she was she wouldn't really commit to like how she felt about anything so she was saying like well uh democrats have called kavanaugh a gang rapist Uh to which joy was like who and she like couldn't really she didn't didn't know and joy was like you need to source that which is my new comeback (laughs) and isn't it also unfair though to come out and call kavanaugh a gang rapist and a monster and an evil person he's been called every name in the book legitimate outlets yeah i even think a democratic senator called him evil or a monster or one of those things he didn't call him a rapist Oh, I think he's been called a gang rapist. I just turn on the television. Well, you I hear it all know, over the you place. You need to source that if that's going to yeah, be an I accusation against a real, uh, you know, outlet. Abby was also saying, like, that she her heart goes out to both sides in a assault situation because <laughs> sometimes people do get falsely accused. Uh-huh. And, and Joy Sunny was like, like, or Sunny yeah. or, I don't know who Sunny was. Sunny was like, well, it's like about less than two percent, or like two oh, percent. Yeah, but of, Joy was like false accusations. But Joy was like, happening. "Can you name one?" Yeah. And she named one, and Joy was like, "Okay, like name more," because you said yeah. that this happens a lot, and she couldn't. You could be accused when you've been raised the right way, when you did nothing mm-hmm. in that situation. We have countless examples where that has happened. Yeah, really? like who? Well, like the Duke lacrosse players, for example. Oh, that's well, a, that's one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I grew up, I knew stories of that happening where I had a, a crazy friend in high school and she would rally the girls around a guy that she was dating. We all hated that guy and come to find she was the one that needed serious help. I, I just think it opens up the conversation to say evidence matters. Yeah, I had this crazy friend in high oh school God. and she used to always rally us, all us gals up against her boyfriend, whoever who was her boyfriend at the time. And then it turned out that she was the one who had a lot of things to work through. What? That's your other example. <laughs> Those are the two main ones. And <laughs> um, so 
Fox News took this whole discussion and ran with it. Uh-huh. And um, Tucker Carlson decided to call out The View for being propaganda of the left. Uh-huh. And uh, who did he have <laughs> join him in this segment? So he, but first, he like took Whoopi's statement, uh, like, I guess out of out of context a bit and was like, so, or he like misquoted her. Well, on The View, Whoopi Goldberg says that if he has that fear, it must be because his sons are future rapists. Yeah. Basically, he framed mm-hmm. it as like, Whoopi Goldberg claims that Don Jr.'s 10-year-old son is a rapist. And he also referred to her as one of ABC's main anchors. Right. As though Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> is an ABC News journalist. Yes, yeah, she's like... And not <laughs> following uh, in the footsteps of Barbara Walters and also being like the anchor of 2020. Yeah. And Marie, who did he have join him for the well, segment? He had like human demon <laughs> and Coulter coming in as the expert on this whole scenario, which like is funny enough because they on The View, probably that same week, they had been talking about what Ann Coulter had said. They did, yeah. And so this is what Ann Coulter and Tucker Carlson had to say in their own version of Deja the View. Don Jr.'s oldest son, by the way, is not even 10 years old. But that's not surprising what you just heard. The View has recently warped from a breezy daytime show into a font of deranged propaganda, not an overstatement. This is the ABC Broadcast Network. This is one of the oldest and biggest broadcast networks. And you have one of their main anchors accusing someone's nine-year-old son of being a potential rapist. Well, I liked Whoopi's mention of criminal tendencies. And I'm thinking this idea of criminal tendencies is something we should start working into the criminal law. Um, We're definitely going back to stop and frisk if we're allowed to consider criminal tendencies. Well, that's right. (laughs) This is so contrary. First of all, shame on you for thinking through the implications of what (laughs) Whoopi Goldberg says. Just to, like, remind everyone how horrible Ann Coulter is, on the view, the reason they were talking about Ann Coulter is because during the whole Kavanaugh thing, Ann Coulter came out and said that white, like Europe, like white men of European descent, yeah. or something, are the least or are the most passive people and the least likely to be rapey. That was yeah. basically yeah. what she said. Yeah, which like where have and everyone in the view was just like that does not make any sense to me like does not check out but it was not compute it was kind of interesting because Whoopi was making it was saying it to make a really good point and then Sunny was like well I don't know what she means and Whoopi was like you know what she means and like it was just an interesting moment between the two of them which is just like this is the subtext of so many racist opinions about sexual yeah. assault. But, right. I also but they think were like it was trying sunny, to navigate yeah, it. And I also think it was Sunny just being like, I refuse to engage totally, with totally. what Ann Coulter ever says. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would I even give yeah. this person the time but of day? Ann Coulter openly on Fox like just said that well, we should bring back stop and frisk yeah. like as a threat the to Whoopi discussion. Goldberg because she's black. Yeah. She's just a monster. Like, she is not... She also compared um, Dr. Ford to Meryl Streep by saying that uh, we believed Meryl Streep in Sophie's Choice, but that wasn't real. Oh what? Like, saying, Oh, like she's a g- wonderful actress. Yeah. So, 
that's what the view spent three weeks talking about and that's why we spent three hours talking (laughs) but they did get into some more important topics Uh yeah and we asked believed and we received (laughs) because (gasps) our next hot topic Mm -hmm. is about sex robots so a religious group in houston are protesting the opening of a brothel featuring sex robots and Whoopi said well why are they worried about it and sunny said it's because they're saying that it will lead to abuse and uh it'll harm men's understanding of healthy sexuality and an increase in the demand for prostitution and the exploitation of women and children so this there's a brothel, yeah. which is really just a place where men can go and try out having sex with the yeah. sex robot. And if they like it, buy it. Or I guess maybe yeah. buy it, try it. I don't know how mm-hmm. it works. but And they have one opening in Toronto as well. So just to bring things back. Do you think that this is... Oh, in Toronto. Yeah, in Toronto. They have... Yeah, about a month ago, they announced that they had one coming here too. Do you think this is a harm to society or the exploitation of women and children in prostitution? Well, my opinion is the same as what, like, what Whoopi goes on to say, and that her rebuttal to what Sunny said is like, ain't they already doing that now? <laughs> like, aren't, um, generally speaking, aren't like men's idea of women already like kind of fucked and hasn't porn and everything already contributed to that that we're already at that point so i don't think that the sex robots are going to make things any worse i think that the same people who are going to be using the sex robots are the people who probably were already using like sex toys or other like alternatives or porn so i don't think that it's doing any better or any worse I also I don't know I think like what they kind of get they get into it I will they get into it being like what's worse your husband going to the sex robot or going to like his co-worker like I don't know I don't think that like the sex robot is the worst case scenario Ariana I just don't know how comfortable I feel talking about this topic in front of my Rosie O'Donnell <laughs> robot, but I will. I will. Um, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking about. I mean, I don't want anything to like affect sex workers' abilities to do sex work, but I don't really know that these robots will do that. Like, I kind of, I see. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I don't I know. I don't think they're replacing or adding anything worse yeah i think that it's they're only just offering an alternative to something that was already out there yeah i mean uh, like there are already so many sex toys that are like Robotic. versions yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah like versions of like a human yeah. body yeah i don't know i mostly just liked watching the segment what about <laughs> the the argument that like it could harm men's all like it could uh what like it could harm their like view of sexuality as Mm -hmm. in like the same way that porn like has maybe like fucked up men's right the way that they have sex with women yeah yeah and that's the thing is well i don't think it's going to do any worse than what porn has because it's a what about what abby said about how how am i gonna that is my favorite (laughs) you're just trying to you're just feeling threatened by the (laughs) yeah i don't love 
this at all. It, it reminds me of pornography because I think it gives men an unrealistic idea and an image of what a woman is. And then you go home to your wife or to your girlfriend or your partner and we're not perfect. Women are not meant to be perfect. And mm -hmm. I think once they realize they can have that, why would they want to go back to what's not perfect? What it, I can't handle how her How are you going to live up to the robot? She just like, I've never watched someone reveal so much about themselves <laughs> in a conversation yeah. about sex robots. Yeah. Like her take was, everyone was talking about the things that you would think, <laughs> like what you're saying, where it's like yeah. men already objectify women. So now they're literally creating objects that yeah. are women. That's problematic. And her just being like, well, I don't know what men think. Yeah. Like they're going to come home and just expect us to live up to this perfect she robot. Like, we can't I can't compete with that. And it like lifeless robot. What am I supposed to This stiff, stiff, like fizzing. Yeah. Like a robot. That's like, like, it's like constantly the, like, drop moment where everyone's like, no one was even asking you like, about your husband's involvement. I'm picturing the robot, like moving like a tractor, like, and that's what you're like Steam coming unrealistic out of expectations yeah. for women's bodies yeah it's a robot no one is expecting that it's, it's walking like the exercise <laughs> down the stairs <laughs> i could never I live up that, that way what do people think i'm gonna be able to do that <laughs> okay. honestly oh. i think the sex robots are in terms of like societal effects i think that they are harmless and if you want to spend if you and your buddies want to spend a night going to the sex robot brothel versus going to the strip club like if you're having a night out and that that's the two things i don't really see the difference well Just, what like, about this <laughs> a restaurant in maine says <laughs> they're preparing their lobsters in a more humane way <laughs> They're steaming them with weed so that they get high before they're boiled. Mm -hmm. And apparently the idea is that if you get the lobsters stoned AF, right. when you boil them, it'll uh, ease their mind or they'll feel less pain or uh -huh. whatever. Because um, a lot of people feel that it's inhumane to boil lobsters. Because when you do it, you have to they have to be alive when you yeah. put them in the pot. <sighs> do you... What about the... Do you... No. Continue. No, continue. Do you think giving lobsters weed is a good thing? Well, like <laughs> they're not taking into account the lobsters who just feel extremely paranoid and uncomfortable <laughs> when they're high. <laughs> the lobsters who might have thought it'd be fun to take a weed gummy on the way to the strip club and then feel panicked. I feel like I'm more offended by the idea of non-consensually drugging yeah. than the sex robots yeah um i guess like there's a lot of like weird facts about lobsters and there's also like the um so so lo boiling lobsters uh -huh. alive Go feels on. weird because when we you don't boil pig alive you know like but i was thinking about this and it's so funny i was like why are people concerned with lobsters because like all the meat that most people eat is like yeah. so inhumanely treated and yeah. yes so it's just so funny that like they're like i identify i guess because people are more in, no but at a restaurant you're not involved in the boiling process well, I, I guess but like i've never i don't think i've really seen anyone order like i guess you can you order lobster at a restaurant sure but like 
like where we grew up like yeah. it's common to just make love for yourself yeah right. and you boil it yourself and i think it's also right. even okay, at a so restaurant be... it's like you know it was alive 30 minutes yeah, ago you, see it in that, like, you know tank. that you ordered it to be killed it's the reason it's not like a pig where it's like it's it was killed like a week ago and yeah. like now i'm eating bacon the reason that people boil them alive is because they have bacteria in them so if you don't if you killed it without boil like if you killed it and then cooked it you might be okay but it's safer to just boil it and eat it right away because the longer it's dead the more like the bacteria could could make you sick Hmm. um also um, (laughs) another thing about lobsters another thing about lobsters is they pee out of their face good night (laughs) Are people getting like so lobsters pee out of their faces? <laughs> okay, sorry, I didn't. Huh. I didn't leave enough space for that for the reactions. To that. They pee out of their faces. It Look it up. It's it a come, fact. They okay. pee out of Question. their fucking. Is it face. coming out of their mouth or do, is there pee hole in? Their they have face? pee holes all over their face. And they pee okay, out of like it. They, like sweat it out like they're when all over their they face? do it like on we- purpose like they f- yeah. when the males are like fighting they piss on each other and then they fuck i saw that once <laughs> <laughs> um and oh okay and like the point here is like as a society, uh-huh. we actually don't know for sure if lobsters feel pain or right. not. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still just not over the fact that that's where that conversation went on the view. Yeah, they didn't talk about the weed aspect. No, clearly barely that's at all. The story. They just debated each other on whether or not lobsters feel pain. pain. It's inconclusive. Scientists do not know, and they. It's not something that is important enough to like yeah. spend the time yeah. trying and to figure Whoopi out. And then Whoopi did a, also- a comedy bit about if lobsters could talk what would they say did you know that it's illegal to boil lobsters alive in new zealand lord's hometown and switzerland i did not know that what but those are some of the most like pa- pacifist is that what country <laughs> country pacific country pacific. <laughs> um i've been, I've been I also... drinking this entire podcast let the record show <laughs> I also would like you to know that female lobsters can carry a male's sperm around with them for years before actually using it to fertilize their eggs. And not only that, they can carry around multiple men's sperm and and then decide to use the sperm as they so decide. Good on I've them. been doing that for years. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also would These like... poor feminist lobsters that are getting forced into a weed and then... Alive. yeah and like you're probably eating lobster sperm when you do that anyways people people if actually love eat, eating the eggs question you're gonna if ask you a question eat, i've been thinking about this whole time okay so if the lobster gets cooked in the weed and yeah. then you eat that lobster do you get high yeah i thought that is where the conversation would go like our you know yeah like obviously the answer is no but but it's like that seems like the more know. obvious question. Yeah, it question seems like if it's marinating like, do you get in a weed, side of weed water. Do you get a little bit Do you are you taking weed if you're taking the lobster? If you're taking a lobster, are you uh-huh. taking weed? Are you taking weed? Are you taking semen and Can are you taking weed? Can we ask Ro? What is ask it? Ask Ro. <laughs> ask Ro. If I eat a weed lobster, am I taking weed? <laughs> 
so open marriages are on the rise. (laughs) So open marriages are Uh on the rise. Uh Um, Apparently, there's a growing number of Americans who are reconsidering whether monogamy is a necessity in a Uh relationship. Some couples claim that having an open marriage is even what saved their relationship. Do you believe this? Straight people discuss. <laughs> That's I was basically what we saw. I did a fiance right before we recorded this. And this conversation came up because the woman who has the baby who went to England, um, it was revealed to her that her fiance used to be in open relationships. And her response finding out was literally, oh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of 90 Day Fiance, uh-huh. uh, Michelle Collins from The View actually hosted the official the, finale after the after show. show. Yeah. The 90 Day Fiance Live. I need to watch the show. I know it's, I will love it so much. You, I just like need even a block Lady of time. Gaga, even star of A Star Is Born, Lady Gaga said that she loves 90 Day Fiance. It's, I'm gonna watch it's it. Real, it's just so good. Like yeah. I'm sh- every episode I am shocked at something. At how much you oh okay. Yeah, like yeah. something happens every episode. I'm completely shocked. Mm-hmm. It's um, compelling. I, I it's been I haven't watched a movie in so long, but today alone I watched two 90 minute episodes of 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> So I felt like when we were watching the like them talk about this on the View, it was like my brain when I first came out in the queer community <laughs> because every single person I knew was poly- polyamorous yeah. and like it's just very funny to watch a bunch of straight people people navigate this yeah, conversation. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is what I was gonna say. Like bringing it back to open marriages mm-hmm. and the ladies of the View discussing this as a hot topic. Um, this is a thing for gay people and has been for a while. Yeah. Specifically and gay men. Yeah. Because I think women are more inclined to be like, I love you so much. I'm with you forever. And I'll kill anyone who comes near you. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think it's probably because straight people have more of a rule book for their relationships mm-hmm. because that's like the that's the norm so they're like okay like my grandparents did this my parents did this etc so like i'm supposed to be a monogamous and do this too mm-hmm. whereas like gay people have had to make their own rules because just by the very like uh nature when they can like more so just do what they want to do gonna, yeah. yeah and be like are we happy doing this no okay let's do something else yeah and i don't like I don't even, it's, it's a weird discussion to, like, uh, on The View, like, Whoopi's being like, yeah, like, I'm, I, I wrote a book about this, like, I'm down, I'm so down with this, and then Sunny's Mm -hmm. being like, do what you want, but, like, that's not gonna work for me, I'm a jealous person. But you know what's funny is, I once was in a polyamorous relationship, and actually was the least jealous of all mine because well it's like except for the one i'm in now but like because <laughs> honestly because that one's a very secure relationship but because a non, and then it's a non-poly about, relationship yeah, and right? it, yeah it sorry the one i'm in a question of being like what if this is happening well no but like i would argue that i have always been typically like jealous in my relationships mm-hmm. but in that one i was 
not that jealous because you have to talk about everything. Mm -hmm. You have to like constantly check in and like explain what's happening. And so there's very little, like when Sunny was getting defensive, I was like, it's because you're not in a secure relationship. Like you don't like, I, I think people think that cheating polyamory and feeling insecure or secure are this all part of the same thing, but they don't have to be. But when you're saying like you're in a, a poly relationship and you were like constantly talking and checking in, mm-hmm. were you checking in with a primary partner or with all the partners? I was checking with the person I was dating. Like yeah. I wasn't dating and I think their that partner, but your experience is like, ideally that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. No, I'm people not saying are like so communicative. Yeah. And I think that when, like when Sunny is talking about it, it's because she's thinking it's not it's not gonna be like that. That's what <laughs> like, I mean is like that's not says gonna more be about communicative your yeah. relationship than yeah. it does. Like I guess what I mean is you can be insecure and jealous in monogamous or polyamorous yeah. relationships. Like I'm not polyamorous, but I've seen it in all of them. Mm-hmm. And so like I think it's like a false like Yeah, because it comes down to the same make. idea of like not feeling like you're not being respected or being communicated. Yeah, with. like I'm being yeah. cheated on. Like I yeah. think for people who are monogamous, it's like, well, I don't want to just be cheated on. And you're like, Yeah, right. no one does. And you can <laughs> cheat on someone. You can also cheat in polyamorous relationships, yeah. right? But Sunny was me in a lot of my relationships. Like I get it. But my view on open relationship I guess is like it's kind of like it's a really like evolved uh intellectual like thing to do to be like oh of course like humans we're not really programmed to be monogamous and like we should be able to be open etc but I think like for the majority of people emotionally like you like Like I don't think you're brought up your whole life yeah taught the opposite of that yeah so So you yourself have to get to a point where you've like erased all of that and you're comfortable yeah like it's an idea yeah it's a nice ideal yeah to be like open relationships yeah can work Mm -hmm. and uh for all parties involved and but it's like such a personal choice to be like i am ready for that well and also i don't think it's like a state that we all have to get to like i I have zero interest in being in an open relationship. It's not like appealing to me in any way. And it never has been. But then I have friends who are like, um, Oh, I cheated on every single partner I had until I understood that there was a thing called polyamory. And now I just have like really successful open. So Mm -hmm. like it, there's no personal choice. Exactly. There's no, and you can have good or bad experiences in either. Yeah. And I guess you could also like be like, Oh, there's no perfect, like in, in an open relationship, like, uh, not everyone's going to be completely happy, but and it's the same with like a monogamous relationship. Yeah, yeah exactly. you can be even it's, more insecure. In yeah. The, yeah, it doesn't make it more or less complicated than a monogamous relationship because it just boils down to everybody feeling respected and comfortable. Yeah, but I will say I don't know a lot of gay female relationships or straight relationships where being monogamous and then opening up your relationship has gone successfully. Yeah. Like I, can, I, that is like a trope of like people being like, yes. you know, we're just going to spice it up, open yeah. up a relationship. And then like within six months, they're both with new partners. Mm-hmm. That is something I've noticed. Um, so you're saying like a more successful open relationship is one that is from the get go. Yeah. Started open. Yeah. Not for everyone, obviously, but those are like, I've seen a lot where people are like, I think we just want to try and open it up. And I think that's really challenging because you 
get used to a dynamic and then you have to like change it drastically right yeah mm-hmm. oh so okay so um on the view um they had Kristen bell on oh, yes. the day that they were talking about open relationships and typically if a guest comes out and they just were talking about something they'll be like oh so we were just talking about open marriages like what do you think about that? And the guests will be like, I think it like give a really like yeah. diplomatic response yeah. and be like, or they oh, tell like, a joke being like, I can't even deal with one boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like <laughs> ha, ha, ha. On, my new show. Yeah. yeah. So Kristen Bell came out and I don't know like what, I didn't know that she was this girl. Like I, I <laughs> like I, I love this personality Yeah. because she came out and they were like, so open marriages. And she literally just was like, open marriages oh honey like here's my ted talk on open yeah, marriages it was she like so clearly long. has done she's clearly well informed about <laughs> it and it seems like as if she has been through a lot of um relationship therapy or counseling and has like a lot of information about it yeah. and just like knows how to process it and talk about it really well yeah it so was she basically schooled <laughs> Or is currently in an yeah. open. Leading me to believe she might be in an open relationship, <laughs> but maybe the world's not ready for her to label it that way. Yeah. But she came out there and like schooled the women of The View on open mm-hmm. relationships and did such a good job. And it was just so funny because that it was as if she was booked on the show to talk about yeah. that because she would not stop talking like, about next it. Next we have she Dr. Very Kristen Bell yeah. coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But me being attracted to another man, I know, because I'm experiencing it, has absolutely nothing to do with my husband. So I know for a fact that when he experiences the same thing, it doesn't have anything to do with me not being good enough. But is there a line enough. that you could cross or that he could yeah. cross that would upset you? Um, well... Wouldn't it make you very jealous, like you want to burn his things? No. <laughs> I, think no? Je- I think the jealousy is, is me not dealing with my issues of inadequacy, for me. Say that again? The jealousy issues I would have towards my husband are me not dealing with my issues of inadequacy. Maybe it's that he's not respecting you, and so you're jealous and angry and mad. Maybe, but I- you talk about it in there. All right, guys, we made it to the end. How's everyone doing? I feel great. I feel good. Dreams come true with Rosie. Come on, give me a kiss. Ah, <laughs> Rosie. Aww. Um, so it's time to do the View Theater. Mm-hmm. And yes. Uh, today, I would like to pay tribute to the talk after <laughs> Julie has said goodbye and Rosie maybe is coming in. It's a lot is happening. And I wanted to take a walk down memory lane to when the talk began because people who know the talk now know that it's a very boring <laughs> show. <laughs> it's very bland. Um, but in the beginning, I don't think that that's what they thought the talk was going to be. Yeah. And I would like to throw back to a Sharon Osbourne interview that she gave um, before the view or so <laughs> before the talk started, <laughs> um, she appeared on Jimmy Kimmel to promote the show and he asked her about it. <laughs> Sorry, I just <laughs> hit Rosie by accident. <laughs> oh, she's okay. <laughs> um, and she had a lot of feelings, a lot of passion about the view <laughs> and she talked about how the talk was going to be so different uh, yeah um so i have two roles i have a sharon osborne and a jimmy kimmel part 
uh, ladies. I will be playing the role of Jimmy Kimmel. And I will be playing the role of Sharon Osborne. The other one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you guys ready for some acting? Yeah. (laughs) We wouldn't say yes. They would. (laughs) Action. Now, you have a new television show coming out in a couple months. Is that... It's a talk show. Yes. It's... (laughs) It's called The Talk, and it's a panel show mm-hmm. where it's you. And who who else is on the show with you? Um, you don't know, do you? Yes, I do. I was <laughs> just taking a breath. Julie Chen. Okay. Okay. Um, Sarah Gilbert, who I love. <laughs> yes, she is funny. Gorgeous. Leah Remini, who's fabulous. She's a character, too. Yeah, she is. And Holly Robinson, Pete and me. You, I think you're missing one. Is there one other person? Yes, but I can't remember her name. (laughs) She'll love that. (laughs) I know, and I'm going to be seeing her Tuesday. It's going to be Daggers at Dawn. (laughs) Yeah. No, I do know her name. (laughs) What is it? Marissa, thank you. Oh, yeah, Marissa. Yeah, Marissa from... uh... She's lovely. Okay, yeah, she's been here before. And is it going to be like The View, basically? Is that the plan? Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) How is it going to be different? Because you have all these people, these women on a stage, I would assume, talking about things. Yeah. Because it's called The Talk. We're very different women. We've got different (laughs) opinions. We're not miserable and dry and... (laughs) Really? Wow. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You don't want to clash with Barbara. Wow, this is going to be great. I mean, are you going to go head to head with the view oh i have no idea you don't even care do you no i don't honestly i don't because it's totally different it's like ozzy said to me he said well tell me what the show is about and i told him and he said no there's a show called the view don't you i said yeah i know he goes well why would they watch you when there's the view i said well there's a lot of late night shows too where guys sit behind a desk Uh, yeah i've seen some so he goes, all right then. But um, I think ours will be a little bit edgier and more real and not so trying to be politically correct and like you've got a stick up your ass and you're all dry. <laughs> you got to get that on the poster. Yeah, no sticks up my ass. Who is your least favorite member of the VO? The least? Oh, that little blonde idiot. Oh, bleh. Well, there you go. You know what she needs? She needs a good stupin. <laughs> She needs to get some humor there. You know, like lighten up, bitch. (laughs) Scene. (laughs) The layers to your acting. I just didn't know that you had that in you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Rosie, what did you think? Dreams come true with Rosie. What a cutie patootie. (laughs) Are you looking forward to working with Sharon Osbourne on the talk? Come on, give me a kiss. Oh, Rosie, I don't think that's appropriate given the circumstances. Rock on, little one. Oh, well, thanks for joining us, Ro. And thanks for stopping by, Oriana. Thank you for having me. Um, the next time we all meet, uh, Megan McCain will be back. Wow. So I can't wait to see uh, whether she... I can't she... wait to see the Abby-Megan dynamic. And finally. if they're really yeah. friends yeah. or not. Mm-hmm. Or not. <laughs> so.
So thanks for listening. As always, make sure that you are following us on Twitter at DejaTheViewPod and that you have subscribed on Apple Podcasts. And I mean, why not leave a rating and review? Why not? What's holding Le- you back? I'm, seriously, why haven't you? Look within yourself and ask yourself, why haven't I done it yet? Yeah. Um, so on that note, have a great day, everyone. And please take a little time to enjoy... Dreams come true with Rosie. <laughs> Aww. Hit it, abs. That's all, folks. See you later. <laughs> Time to go.